You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. to another bonus episode issue of Nerdflow Podcast. This is a spin game episode eight. Um, today, you know, we passed a hundred mark and all the good stuff. We had the in-game spoiler cast last week, so I'll let y'all chew on that for a little bit. Plus, it ain't too much going on other than you know, um, you know, Avengers kind of just blowing out the freaking record book and all that type of stuff, especially from the comic department. But today we're going to be talking about, um, we got the Sonic trailer that came out this week and we're going to be talking about like adaptations, um, and adaptations of movies to video games. And we're going to also be talking about, cause we're kind of half about to be halfway through the year, uh, starting next month, which is June. So with the halfway point, we got E3 coming up, and we want to try to talk about like some of the games we're anticipating or that we're looking forward to uh, within the next six months. And uh, yeah, man. But before we get into all of that, this is the Press Play Network podcast. Please make sure you guys go and show your support. Go over to the Nerve Flow podcast facebook page that is facebook.com forward slash nerdflow podcast we got twitter just put in at nerdflow and you also got instagram as well which is also nerdflow podcast we got a fly ass community on facebook as well that you can join up in too and um on this week as this episode will be going up this Saturday at 7 p.m. Central Time, we will be at Comic Palooza podcasting live. We'll be talking about the MCU and beyond. So we'll be talking about just predictions, more stuff on um, on Endgame, kind of where we think Phase 4 is going to go um, with the MCU and all that good stuff. So make sure you guys tune in live on that. We'll be uh, streaming it live either through our Sprinker or on the Facebook page. Now, this will be kind of a thing more on the lines of if, you know, the Wi-Fi will allow because we will be a common palooza in the past two years ago. That wasn't such a magnificent experience, but that's beside the point. But, yeah, we'll be a coming palooza uh, this Saturday and being a, being a sucker Friday. So we'll be doing some lives and all that good stuff. Pictures and all that good stuff will be going up throughout the weekend. So make sure if you are a fan of the podcast, make sure you like share subscribe all that good stuff that we can be up on what's going on at the world's biggest pop culture event in texas so we will be there all right so <clears throat> we had the sonic trailer pop up this week and i mean it was i mean i i don't sugarcoat it i'm not sugarcoating it i'm not sugarcoating it i first okay so first off for me i didn't even really watch it I kind of like, oh, okay. I knew that. I saw the post. I, you know, figures will come at come out come at some point, and and so I just heard more and more people talk about it. Y'all was talking about it and stuff like that. So, um, 
the biggest the biggest drawback from that from that particular trailer is really just the total design of the character overall um and how it just didn't look anything like sonic that's the first part but the biggest question about this whole entire conversation that we're having on spin game is what video games do you guys want to see turned into movies well that's not the question i was asking Okay. Elaborate. The, the the question I was asking is they're starting to make movies out a lot of old games like the same trend they tried to have in the nineties when the technology was subpar. But now that the technology is up to date and you know, they still making slight mistakes. Well, I ain't gonna say mistakes, slight mistakes. They still making mistakes. But could you reassert see a resurgence of that trend again? Um, I mean, like where they ask, like, check this out. Okay, we've seen a lot of fan made movies, but like we could actually get a real legit, legit Zelda movie. We can get a legit Mario Brothers movie. We can get a legit, you know, we can get another like dope ass Mortal Kombat movie. Annihilation is in the being of movies that we don't count. Uh, we can actually get a legit Street Fighter movie. We can get a legit Dragon Ball movie. I'm just saying. It's just like, you know, stuff that's just been done that wasn't done right, in our opinion. Like, the first Mortal Kombat movie out of all movies that were video game adaptations was the only one that was done right, in my opinion. Even the Dead or Alive movies sucked ass. So um, well, they That's because Dead or Alive sucks. Yeah. But the Tekken movie sucked ass. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it one hundred. I will admit that because one, and this is the biggest thing that griped me about that whole movie, both of them. But one, Jane is not a white English guy, and more importantly, it's weird because he's a white English guy with two Asian parents. But what what do I know? But, and like what fucked me up about Street Fighter was you got the German to play an American general. Like we all. Okay, Jean-Claude Van Damme was like probably like the hottest action star at the time, but like let's let's just keep it one hundred. None of us felt right hearing God with a German accent. Okay. So the biggest part of the whole Street Fighter thing was the story of Chun Lee and what you call it with the white hat that played uh Luke yeah. Kane. No, that played Bison. No, oh, that's oh, that played one. Bison, yeah. That was that was the humongous slap in the face. Yes. <laughs> You got Lana Lane to play an Asian. Which, which isn't she part Asian though? Is she? I, with the last name Lane, she might be. I mean, Lane someone Lane looks is, like it. I don't know. I just didn't see her being Chung Lee. I'm sorry. Her ain't handled. I mean, you ain't gonna find. Her. I mean, the find. only thing they got right was the spinning bird kick she did. You, you're not gonna basically. find. A, you're not gonna find an actor that's gonna be nowhere ever proportionate to that's what Chun Lee is in the video games. No, I'm just saying y'all could have got something that that by the time that movie came out, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon had been came out. Y'all could have got an Asian chick from that movie, one of them Asian chicks. I have a question, then. I, I have a question. Um, so with most of these, um. Fighting games being moved into adaptation. Would you want to have an already established actor, or would you want to have 
I, I I'm trying to find a right way to say this, but it's like an actual a new face, a new face, but also somebody who's an actual, I guess, martial artist. I guess you could say, not somebody uh, who had to prepare within the month, but somebody who's been training for most of their life. Would you want? I would. That to I, be would that? I would like well, the uh, actor that's been okay. already uh, acting, I can, that's I can been training in combat. Come I want to. I want to clear up something on the uh, Christine Crook, which is uh, the actor we were talking about minutes ago that was cast as Chinese. She is half Chinese, so. Okay. Born in Canada, but she half Chinese. So, yeah. But go ahead. Okay. Still, though. Alright, so, just just think about this. There are a lot of movies that haven't been released in America that are Asian movies. Now, let's just be honest. Half of these folks, just because they're Asian or another race don't mean they don't know how to speak English. Have they, more, more than likely, most of these folks know how to speak English. Now, let's just say, for instance, let me think of a movie. Let's just say, for instance, they made a Dragon Ball movie. You can get Dunning in to play Vegeta or Krillin. And if you don't know who Dunning in is, that's the dude that played Ip Man. You said have him playing Krillin? He can play Vegeta or Krillin. Because mm. of his height. I'm just I'm just looking at physical attributes and fighting style. He would be more of a fighting style. He can adapt to play Krillin, which would be a little bit more subpar. But because of his fighting experience and style, he could play Vegeta also because we didn't see his hand speed which uh, be which some people have said is almost his hand and foot speed is almost close to Bruce Lee's. Interesting. So I had to. I'm not saying this to to argue. I'm not saying this to argue. I mean, I'm I, I respect what you're saying about him playing Vegeta. I mean, I've seen uh, I've seen Dunny Yen's uh, work even before he was a uh, man. I can go back to I guess Tiger Cage. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. I just always saw him, I guess, in a sense, like, no disrespect. I say probably Tien, but, and that's just probably just me based on how Tien's style is a bit, I guess, closer to uh, Dunny Yen's. But then again, I could be wrong. And honestly, if you, I probably would say the guy who plays Sonic could probably be Tien, maybe. Based okay. off of. Uh, play Sonny into the Badlands. I would see Sonny being. I could see Sonny being Goku. Goku. Yeah. Well, okay. With the Dragon Ball Z thing, okay. Well, Dragon Ball is more of a animated movie type of thing, more than video. I mean, it's a video game, yes, but it was anime first. All right, but five video games. Say Super Mario Bros. Okay. All right, we live in an age now where we ain't got to depend on that. We ain't got to take that dumbass route that they took back in the 90s. <laughs> that was a whole other dumbass story. Now, as far as actors, because it's Mario, you don't need an established actor. You can go and get a fresh face to play Mario and Luigi. True. But. 
I have a feeling I know who they would get. Just anyway, it would literally piss people off. Who? Uh, what's his name from King of Queens? Uh, no, they bet not. About Kevin mm-hmm. James to play mm-hmm. Mario. Yes, mm-hmm. I know Kevin they would. J- they would do. They do. They would do that purposely. They would. They would definitely do that. And, the, and you know the picture mm-hmm. I just got in my head with the mustache. Uh, what is it? Paul Bart Mall Cop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. God! You yeah. were lying. Yep. <laughs> yep. They would. They would do that, bro. You, you still? They, they would definitely do that. You still no. need like a better storyline. Like it's, a movie is nothing without a, a good storyline. You can have all the, the good actors in the world to uh, help you with the film, but if the storyline isn't there, then you screwed. Well, that's always been the, that's always been the problem though with a lot of this stuff is that you like these companies like they so want to try to reinvent the wheel when it comes to a lot of this stuff and you don't even really have to it's the story already written there for you we just want to see that in a visual on a visual platform as a movie we want to see we want to see the cutscenes of the game we always love all you know whatever game it is that we love and just see it in a longer extended version to tell that story that we play in a video game. That's all we want. See, that's what pissed me off about the Final Fantasy movie. Like, when they came out with the Final Fantasy movie, they just developed a whole new storyline that had nothing to do with the game. Which, well, I mean, which, 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 in the def- which in the defense of Final Fantasy, all the stories are different for the most part. And which... which they have a a scapegoat when it comes to those. When it comes to that, I get what you're saying about. But I mean, and then on top of that, they haven't never really done a live action. They've kind of like played. Wait, they've kind of. No, I safe. know, I know, I know. The Final Fantasy movie was animated. Which no, you talking about? Avid, you talking about Avid Children? No, not Avid no. Children. I'm talking about. There's. The, I know the one you're talking about. I it's know another one. Yeah, there's another. They one. had one that came to theaters. Yeah, that did that just about. straight bombed. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. And then like. I, I can see a Metroid movie being done with Samus. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that. Like I like I can literally see uh, a movie like I can see Metroid being done. I can see uh, what else can I see being done? Um, I would like to see a uh, which has been actually been in the talks for quite some time. I would like to see a Metal Gear Solid movie. I was thinking about that too. I was I was trying to think had they even made that yet because that last time I heard that somebody was trying to make a Metal Gear Solid movie, they was talking about getting Tom Cruise to play Snake. And I've heard heard several things. I heard they even they even I mean they even went as far as trying to get the two voice actors, uh, what you call it from Twenty Four, which does the voice in Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. Can't think of his name. Keith the Sutherland. He yeah, does Keith the voice. The Sutherland. He does a voice in five. They were even thinking about getting him, or either just using the actual voice actor because he looks like him too. Uh, if you, when you when you see him in person, uh, they were thinking about getting either one of those two to play, which which is a, I mean, a great idea, honestly. Um, Nathan Drake has been well. That movie's been in the work for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I hope they do better than the tune. If that comes out, I hope that's better than the Lord Croft Tomb Raider movies. 
Like I like Angelina I need to, I need to Jolie. watch that because I know some people, some people had some. They say it was it was very close to the you know to the new games that are out now, but it was like yes, I forgot, I forgot what the criticism I, was about it though. I never watched the sec- the new one. The reboot. yeah, I haven't either. How was that one? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I saw the old. I always, one. I, always I ain't see the. I saw the old ones. I never seen the the new one neither. The, the, yeah, there's a certain to, criticism that people have been saying that's a, that's that's about the movie or whatever. Um, Tomb Raider just been, I think Tomb Raider's always been a subject of not even the the Angelina Jolie movies, but a lot of the Tomb Raider, a lot of Tomb Raider stuff with their games and movies. The studios they have the worst they have the worst timing in the world when it comes to releasing their stuff. Like they just drop their stuff at the wrong at this bad timing altogether. Um, what what about this one? What about this? One? I don't know if I'm getting I'm gonna get some crap for it, but what about a Devil May Cry movie? Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I, I think, think it's possible. It's but possible. The thing is what what track are they gonna take? Are they gonna follow the anime? Uh, which the anime pretty much follow the anime pretty much follows the game, or are they gonna try to go? It would have to follow like the game. DMC style. It would have it would it would have to follow the game. I mean that's the. That's where it came from, which is which is the game itself. So, I mean, it would have to no more than anything follow the follow the game. It's just it's just a lot of times with a lot of these adaptations, it's just the right per it's the right studio and the right person, producer, director that respects the actual story that's being told and not trying to and doesn't. And then on top of that. A lot of times, what happens is they get overrode or they get pressured by the studio to tell a particular story of what they want to tell with that particular piece or character, or whatever. That, that's you know what? You want to know what Devil May Cry would really kind of like be like the Was first that? Blade movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except instead of black guys, a white guy walking around with a sword and guns and a trench coat. Yeah. I think it could be, well, it would definitely have to be, it's one of those type of movies that would have to be, like, almost kind of told like a crow movie. Not like a crow movie, but I'm nah. saying like the crow movie, like I'm saying, I'm saying just from a visual standpoint, it, this is the type of movie, this is the type of, 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 of you do a Devil May Cry movie, um, there ain't no point doing this movie, it's going to be daytime ever. It's it's all I, dark and all night and all that good stuff. I see it pretty much being like a mashup between Constantine and Blade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I got okay. a few in mind. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I've, always, I've always felt for like the, the crazy classic video games, like if they had like the right graphic team to do it, what if they uh, came out with like a Ratchet and Clank live action? A see, what? See, a Ratchet and Clank live action. Um, see, with that, that would fall in the same category and, as... This falls in the same category as like what Sonic is in right now. Because nobody has found the right formula to integrate an animated character and, uh, to try to, be make it look, to try to make it look real and to make it into live action. Nobody has successfully... It seems like they got it right with Detective Pikachu. I'm sorry. It just, right. It feels I, like I feel that. Like, I mean, it, feels it, it like just it. looks like with all the Pokemon on the scene and then everything, it looks like they got it right. It feels like it, but I mean, we'll, it's, at this point, it's a wait and see because nobody has. We've there's no way of really knowing until it comes out, 
and then we can kind of go from there. Because if they can get the formula right with that particular type of character, and if Sonic can be successful uh, as well, then yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they have something. Then we'll be able to see a Crash movie, we'll be able to see a Spyro movie, we'll be able to see a Ratchet and Clank movie. Then they can take all these characters and you know Jackson and Jackson uh, Daxter. Yeah, Jackson. See, Jackson Daxter can probably honestly really be its own thing. It doesn't really because the only person that would, the only character that would really kind of be somewhat animated would be Daxter because mm-hmm. uh, because Jax Jax would be, can be human. Jax would be just like a live act, but he'd just be in from yeah. the standpoint of visual effects. He just prosthetic and he looks you know like an alien. He's he's weird, you know, whatever, whatever. So that part would be oh, too hard to do. And um, even though I, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal playing it, but Prince of Persia wasn't a bad game to game. That was to a move. that was a very good that for me, to me, my personal opinion. That was a very good adaptation for for Prince of Persia. That was I think that's probably the best that Ubisoft has had <laughs> comparing. And I ain't even I haven't I still to this day have not seen Assassin's Creed. Uh, that came out either. All right, so Assassin's Creed was pretty straight, in my opinion. I saw Assassin's Creed. They stuck. They stuck to the animus. The the thing that pissed a lot of people off about Assassin's Creed was like we were thinking that uh, what's his name? Um, what's the first main character? I, my my mind going blank. What's the that, 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 play yeah, I can't think of his name, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, is it Damien? Uh, I think I can tell you just a second. Hold on, just keep going. I'll tell you, man. But they thought he was the only person that had ever been in the Animus that had ever been an assassin, mm-hmm. which, and they they thought like Ezio was just like the only assassin at the time. That's before the Michael Fassbender. No, I'm I'm. Not the actor that played him. I'm talking about... Oh, the character the, he played? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. But um, what happened was they showed that the assassin organization, the, all the assassins that had ever been were from all over the world, which is what the game is showing now, right? right. Like, over the years, they showed that. And so, like, people didn't know that at first. So that's where the movie took it, that they were, over a certain amount of years, there were other people that had been the Animus. But, like, when they get put in the Animus, they get stuck. Like, they, they actually start to merge with that past person. So, like, when they come into the real, back into the real world, they really starting to become the person in the past. Okay. Which which kind of makes sense when you merging with a past spirit, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like I understood the concept they were going with, and so what happened was they came and instead of so when they came back into the real world, they actually became the assassins of whom body they took over, and the assassin cult came into the real world. Okay. okay. So when they went to go eliminate the organization that did it, they all were assassins and they had the the tools and the equipment and everything to do it. Like, I would suggest you go and watch it. I don't know where you will find it at or whatnot, but I would suggest you go and watch it. It's- I mean, for me, I'm not, just based on what you said, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm probably going to make that my next watch to go make, to go watch, because I know you're a fan of the series, so I know you, you, you get it and you understand it and you 
you know, you know, like you, you play more majority. To me, like, like, like how y'all, y'all know I'm critical of a lot of stuff, but to me, I felt like they were pushing too hard, which made the movie bump. Like people were too critical of the movie, which mm-hmm. made the movie bump because the way it ended, it could have came with a second, a third, and a fourth move. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they could have built a universe out there, honestly, if they wanted to, if they wanted to take it. Yes. Because of so many games. Okay. Because the, they, they went. Huh? Not, um, I mean, from statistics standpoint, let me see. Let me see what the rating is on it. I know they got backlash because of the casting. I mean, it's. it's I mean, it's only so much you can do. Right, it's only so much you can. It's only so much you can do with that. So, okay, so Metacritic is fifty percent. Rotten Tomatoes thirty seven percent. IMDb six point five out of ten. But Google users ninety five percent like this movie. It's a mixed bag, honestly. I mean, like, yeah, it's a mixed bag because a lot of them ratings come from when the movie first came out. Right, but like exactly. after. And that's why I bummed in theaters. But after it came out and hit DVD, and people really just actually went and sat down and watched the movie, then that's when ratings started going up for it. Yeah, that's a I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of thumbs. I mean, because even from a standpoint of like the star rating on IMDb, if you look at the stars, it's like uh, it's like five and a, like what, it's not three and a half out of five, which is still not even a bad rating. To be completely honest, I mean it's. It's probably like in a. That's probably if I had to guess that. That's probably like in a good. If I had to put a word on it, that's kind of like still in a good round. I mean, so yeah. I mean, like, it's again, middle like of I the said, I, I, Yeah, like I said again, I like the principle. I, like, I, I wish that Ubisoft would actually with better graphics. What we have now, Prince of Persia, like as far as as a license for Ubisoft, this would be a perfect time for them to like re re look at Prince of Persia as a game and come back out now. With, with now, dude, that played Aladdin would have been a dope person to play the Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah. You mean the new guy for the new Aladdin? Yeah, Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. Now he would have made he would have been perfect for the Prince of Persia. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, Jake he Dylan played the uh, he shoot he could have played the last what's the last one that came? it was just it was just called Prince of Persia on PS3 with the uh, he would have been perfect to play that 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 one in particular because all of them because all the Prince of Persia's look different in the games but. Yeah, but the last one that came out on three, uh, with the with the cover with the red cloak when he had the red uh headrest the headdress on him, yeah, I think it would yeah he would have he would have been dope as him. Uh, all right. So any anything else on a uh, game adaptation before we talk about uh new games we anticipate for twenty nineteen? Uh, no, nah, I think that's it. I have my mind drawing a blank right now. Okay. So um, all right. So wait, like I said, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait. All right, I got one. I got one. This is my last thing on on this uh, on the fighting game genre. Uh, my opinion, like Mortal Kombat and Injustice, those two games, they have, in my opinion, a better storyline than any other fighting games. Um, I was gonna say, like, you know, they're legit, like full length movies. As, as it that is on. a headache. That's a headache. I can I can tell that from a producer, like. I'm not even a producer. I'm not a director. But mashing up those two worlds, that would be a hell of a headache. No, I ain't saying mashing them up. I ain't saying mashing them up. I'm saying, would y'all see like a live version of like that's what I'm saying? You had to mash up. You really had to mash up Mortal Kombat world with DC world, and that would be like you got to create a whole new storyline. Everything like that's. 
what I what I can add to that is okay. Well, with DC, we kind of already we kind of have have that. Which with okay, we rephrase it. We're trying to have that with DC. Um, Mortal Kombat. Yes, we would definitely want to see a newer um, version of Mortal Kombat as a as a live action movie. But I would say if if the question was to like to mash them up. We remember. I don't know if y'all don't remember Mortal Kombat vs. DC. That game was no. We don't god, talk about that. That game was god awful. So we definitely want that. Was that was that, was that the kind of answer to the question? Yeah. Uh, sort of kind of yeah. I maybe. Mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I mean, my thing was like, uh, I mean, I get the whole matching up thing, but I guess I'll just say like, I don't know. Like I said, I found like both of the storylines for X and Eleven. They were very. They're much better than uh, any other fighting game storyline, in my opinion. Oh yeah, most. Oh yeah, I would definitely. I give it that. Yeah, the storylines, like some of the stuff that they that they do visit, like I would say, compared to some. Uh, I mean, there's not really other fighting game that really do to honestly give a damn about story, as far from a cutscene standpoint than anything. I would like. I would so so. You know, correct me on this because I haven't played enough of Street Fighter. Does Street Fighter have any cutscenes? Like, like no. Mortal Kombat does. They don't I mean, cut it away they, like got, it they don't cut it away like Mortal Kombat does. I mean, they have some cut scenes, but uh-huh. like it's not as detailed and as fulfilling See, as a Mortal what, Kombat. That's, that's one thing. That's one thing I would sort of like Capcom to put some effort into from their game standpoint because just the story of Street Fighter. A lot of people don't, you know, if you don't really pay attention to like when you beat the game with certain characters, you won't really kind of know the story. And I, I do kind of wish that like Capcom would kind of like flush out the story like from from all different like a lot of different standpoints and where you can also like kind of how Mortal Kombat does where you can kind of fight with different people within the game because people have their favorites that they only fight with they won't they don't touch anybody else within the game itself but if you have like a story mode how Mortal Kombat kind of does where it like you basically kind of get your hands on a good amount of the roster and it kind of almost forces you to learn how to fight with different people, just even just for a short time. Um, yeah, but like Street Fighter found this success. Like after the live action movie bomb, they found their success with the animated movies. Like what Street Fighter did is they took the, the DC route. Like DC got the better animated movies, and it I guess it was just easier and cheaper to draw the Street Fighter characters and all their moves versus trying to do a live action. Well, they can't find a freaking studio that should make it. You kind of put an idea into my head. What if, okay, you know how we had the video game uh, Marvel versus Capcom? Mm -hmm. What if they did that in the future? I mean, Capcom has been featured in a Disney movie before, which which is uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. But that's, that's different, though. See, they were animated then. I'm talking about, like, the live-action characters. Like, if they and see, them, it's, like, mash, it's like trying to mash up Mortal Kombat in D.C. Like, it's a, it's a studio's headache. It's a license nightmare, and then on top of that is, like... The problem with that is, like, depending on what studio's involved, you know, okay, you already know because Marvel's involved, it's Disney. And then whatever studio has, you know, whatever, nah, whatever whoever nah. Capcom, whoever, whoever Capcom wants to give rights to, to produce or whatever, they kind of like work with another studio. 
the royalties and all that stuff. It's gonna be freaking. Just, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a nightmare. Now I ain't gonna lie, I would like to see Ken. I would like to see the Street Fighter universe with some Disney money behind it. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Shoot, even if they were to like just get the licensing for it to make some like some some extra TV shows. Yeah, like the Go Ninety show, like the mm-hmm. Street Fighter um Go Ninety show. Yeah. That was dope. That was like yeah, like as far as live action, that was better than both for the Street Fighter movies combined. Yeah, even yeah, even with you know some of Disney's uh, let's have how they do like the, the like the Avengers show, the Black Panther show that's on Disney now, the Ultimate Spider Man, and just if they were to take that and just that same, I mean, take that similar style or whatever, how they do those shows and like but Street Fighter license. You guys should try out. Uh, boy, I I believe I mentioned it before. You guys ever watch Bad in the Sun? Where they do like the fantasy fights. It could be like any character, like a DC versus Marvel, or just any character. You could think of it's like a superhero or a supervillain versus any character. Yeah, I saw the the BS when they had the White Ranger beat uh, Scorpion. Scorpion, and the, when they had the Green Ranger beat Ryu, I just did not see that. That 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 just was dumb on all. First but, of they all, can't, but they came with alternate endings, so it's really if you watch both endings, it's really how you want it to uh, come out. Mm. Yeah, that's right. They do give alternate. Yeah, they do give alternate. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, yeah. New games coming in 2019. So, like I said in the beginning of the show, we are about halfway through the year, uh, which is kind of crazy. We're already freaking in June. Are about to be in June pretty soon. Um, course we got e3 right around the corner as well um and so we want to kind of like give before before we do our e3 show uh for nerdflow and all that good stuff uh we kind of talk about what i mean what games are y'all kind of i mean because really right now we don't really know a whole freaking lot about the the back half of the year right now because well because the only thing we don't really know at this point is is borderlands 3 which is september 13th we know we're gonna get a call of duty license and yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, uh, well, I was on the internet searching, and on Twitter, I had saw something. I'm pretty sure I can't find a tweet anymore. But it won't come out this year. But it's looking for a 2020 release that Arkham Studios is working on. Maybe working on the new Batman. See, I heard about that, and I heard, uh, it got debunked, and they're saying they're not working on anything. And this has happened before, actually. That they said that about the last Arkham game that they weren't working on anything. Well, they said that like last year because somebody leaked out some information um, right before E3 because I think WB was going to do because they're a WB studio and they were going to come out and do something of the sorts. And somebody came out and, like, released full-blown detail of the actual game. And it was, like, something to do either, I think I remember correctly, it was had something to do with, like, the Batman license or either, like, a DC license type of game. And it, it never materialized. Nothing ever, ever came out about it. And But to answer your question, yeah, it was supposed to be a game called Outlaws that has that that's, just has to do, to do with Arkham or whatever. But they yeah. came out as recently as this week when that, kind of dropped out at the beginning of the week that that was not a thing that, that's happening right now. 
I don't know what that. I have no clue what Rocksteady is doing right now, honestly, because um, I'm just saying that whole system that they have with Shadow of Mordor, uh, the the basis the Arkham fighting system that they put in Shadow of Mordor, the Nemesis system which Ubisoft has also picked up on their own in Assassin's Creed Odyssey and stuff like that. Those two, those two things that they have innovated is what makes their games like really great. And mm-hmm. it would be really stupid for them to not, you know, continue to use that <laughs> license and give us it. It can be a Batman game. It can be honestly, it should be a Batman game to be honest with the nemesis system. Because I would love yeah. a game where it's just you see just for like rows and rows and rows of like different crime bosses and they link to, you know, whoever, Two-Face, the Joker, Black Black Mask. It's just like you just continuously, you know, going through. And we've all played or either touched a shadow more than we kind of know how the system works or you've played Assassin's Creed yeah. Odyssey to kind of know how that works. That would be just a tremendous Batman game to have like just it's just endless of just. Mm-hmm. different people that they if they defeat you and they kill you within the game they get promoted and they become stronger and so when you finally do get close to them and try to fight them in the world they're harder to fight because they've defeated you several times it's like just so much you can do uh with that type of system um in yeah. the game. um i so i got the list of upcoming 2019 games right here so i'm gonna go through them and y'all give me y'all opinion on them okay so First is Total War three. I've never played not one that's, that's Total War. Uh, that's an RTS. Uh, we, don't, we don't have a lot of people on the show that are RTS fans. The only RTS I really kind of like was uh, the Tom Clancy's. Um, I think it's called War or something like that. And the only reason I liked that game was because back in the day when games console was trying to experiment with like voice controls and during the PS three era, um, that's one of the games you could literally control your troops and all that stuff with voice control. And I kind of yeah. like. Kind of, that's the only game I ever liked that's like that. Go ahead. All right. So then you got uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro. Yep. That comes out yeah. this <laughs> week. Is it this week? I think it's this week. Yeah. Google. All right. Google. So that might be dope. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Never played the first Mario Maker. So, uh, but my niece had it and she loved it. So. Uh, you know, that's the one you create your own board, yeah. and you you can create the difficulty and everything. You can make it look like classic Mario or up to date Mario, or you can mix it in between both or whatnot. Mario Minecraft or Mario Louis Planet, whichever you prefer. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Yes, I forgot about that. That's uh, I think that's like so. Uh, to answer the question about the crash racing, uh, uh, June twenty first. Uh, was, was that one's gonna? That's, that's, that's gonna be the release date for that one. No, I said Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Let's see here. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order. Uh, it says twenty nineteen. I think I remember hearing or seeing like July. I think that's fall. Oh, I thought that was fall. I heard, I heard July. Oh, yeah, here we go. July 19th, 2019. All right. Then you got Wolfenstein Youngblood. I might which, get that a gander. Which is um, supposedly in storyline, if you've played uh, Colossus, it's supposed to be his daughters that will yeah. come within the game, and it, it takes place, like, years into the future. Right. Uh, then you got 
Astro Chain, Phoenix Point, okay. um, Borderlands Three. We already talked about it. I saw and, the game. I saw so Borderlands Three. I saw the gameplay. Uh, have Have any of y'all ever played a Borderlands game before? I have several, and I know uh, a good friend of uh, ours, me and Youngs, Rob Mac plays this like a year round. Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Snap or Briario, have y'all ever played it before? Uh, no, I've I've seen it, but I haven't yeah. like played it. Got my hands we on it. Should, okay, let's let's. I wanna if it's if Man. we can make this if we can make this possible because thing about Borderlands is one, it is one of the only co-op game couch co-op games you can play with four people in the same room. Two, it's a four-player yeah. game that we can play online together. And on top uh-uh. of that, it doesn't even matter. Like the cool thing about Borderlands is that I would say it'll be drastically different. Like for for example, to give the example of a looter shooter like Destiny, is if let's say if Young came into the game late and picked it up like months after he did, we can actually go do missions together. One with Borderlands Three, it scales down to whoever is the party leader is one thing, but two. If me and Snap got high level weapons, we can just drop our weapons on Young, and Young can easily get some high level weapons. That's what I've always mm-hmm. liked about Borderlands and stuff like that. Like you got people that you play with at a high level, you want to get some high level, some better stuff, and they ain't, if it's something they ain't using no more, they can literally drop it straight to you, and you can pick it up and put it in your inventory. Oh, uh, that's dope. Yeah, All right, so then. So yeah, I would, I, would, I would definitely want uh, September 13th is when it comes out. Uh, I would. One, I, I would like that to be a game that we can probably all jump into. Another game that I was thinking about, uh, going back to the Ultimate Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, is another one. Uh, it is a Switch exclusive, and most of us have Switches now. Um, we could do that too. I would be Greg and Miles to Comic Palooza. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I would definitely uh, like for us, those two games for sure. Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Borderlands 3. That can be something we can all like. We can definitely like on launch day or something like that. Do a do a stream of all all of us playing that together. We can you know get down with that. So and the last game that they had on the list was Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Which... Saw the trailer. We don't have a whole lot of information on that, but it's done by. Uh... I think it's Bioware is doing it, I believe. I think there's a yeah, I think there's a Bioware game. Um and this is a game that we've been kinda of waiting on for some time now, the license that um that EA has had for, for quite a minute. Uh it's supposed to be a single player experience from what I understand. Um so I mean we'll see how that we'll see how that does. Uh just hopefully they don't, you know, put it out at the wrong time. Where it's something else that can kind of overshadow it because EA has a tendency of doing that that type of stuff. Like, I oh, mean, no, it's not, oh no, it's not Bioware. It's a uh, respawn. That's actually that yeah. they just thought I forgot. I forgot this respawn. But, I yeah, really hopefully, want. Hopefully, they don't do that. I really want a console Star Wars game that was like Old Republic. I loved Old Thank Republic. Thank you. You you picked my brain as I was talking about the Star Wars game. They like. With the storyline in Old Republic is so great, y'all. Oh my wanna, god. If they want a game that's like as a hobbyist for you to continue to pick up on a daily basis, just make Old Republic on console MMO and update it with better graphics and all that good stuff and bam. Like even if they wanted to continue the Star Wars franchise after this, 
they can go back and do use the old Republic story uh, storyline. Like, I was talking about for, like, movies. Like, when they start talking about the twins and stuff like... Now, I ain't talking about the solo twins. I'm talking about the first... I forgot their name. I'm talking about the first set of twins. Uh, Like, one was for the light and one was on the dark side. One was on the light side. Like, it was... They weren't even... This is before Jedis and everything. Like, this... It was so dope, man. I just was... Huh. No, trust me. I... I, I I haven't. I never got a chance. I never was into like RPGs back then. But everything that everybody talks about, Old Republic, man, I would, I would, if they would have come out one, I'd be down with uh, picking up one of those myself. A console Old Republic would be so great. And if they do it like they do the new Final Fantasy games, like that type of RPG, yeah, it would be perfect. Yeah, exactly. I, I so agree with you on that one. Um. Let's see. Is there anything? I mean, as far as aside from anything we kind of know about, um, I want to get too deep into E3 predictions just yet because I want to say that for the for the show uh, that we'll do. Uh, but anything that you kind of like hope that that's maybe going to be this year that you would like to play to get your hands on this well, year? I know what I want isn't going to uh, come Final out Fantasy, this year. Yeah, but, Final, Fan- but they, Final Fantasy Seven is yeah. I wasn't like, even thinking about Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, really? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Because they are already talking about it, Heavenly Sword too. So, Heavenly Sword, that is probably going to end up being an Xbox exclusive. If that, if that, I haven't heard, I, ha- I have not heard myself personally that there's supposed to be a sequel to that game. But if it were to be, there was, there's probably going to be some fuckery going on with that one. Because the only reason I say that because Xbox now owns Ninja Theory. It's an Xbox first party studio. So, if it were so to, even if they came out with a new uh, uh, Ninja Gaiden game, it would be straight on Xbox. Uh, with, Ninja, with, Ninja, well, with Ninja Gaiden, that's Capcom. They, so. it's, not, it's Capcom, but Ninja Theory Studio does it. I mean, it, it just really just on that one. It kind of really. Do, I, mean, I mean, we could. It, it's it's that's hard to say because just how this how this generation of console is trying to be, and if the whole thing that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which we haven't heard any more murmurings of with the whole Yoshi thing, if if Microsoft wants to play nice across platforms and all this type of stuff with switch and nintendo and all that type of stuff and you know with sony and stuff like that who's to say that we could not see a microsoft studios logo come across a playstation screen and it be a game that's produced by them but it's on playstation so You know, I mean, at some point, at, really some point at some point, you can't, you got to stop. At some point, people are just to the point where they don't want to like shut people out, or they they're always thinking about what if, you know, when it comes to games and stuff like that, performing on a certain particular console and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it could be possible that it could, you know, that that could happen. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just looking at a money standpoint. If you drop Heavenly Sword 2 and it's just on Xbox, you losing out on a whole fan base. Yeah, you are. You are. They are wrong for that freaking unbeatable boss, though, but that's beside the point. Freaking wreck my knuckles on that game trying to beat that shit, but anyway. 
<laughs> Come to, to, to find out years later they was made to be unbeatable. That's some bullshit. Um, but yeah, uh, anything, any other games? Uh, I did, I know I, I did hear about possibly being a Watch Dogs 3 that Ubisoft is in the make, in the make of making. I also heard there's a rumor of a Wildlands 2 as well. Mm. Those recons. Um, well, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's about because it's not really, I mean, like I said, it's, and to me right now, with, Days Gone being a okay game, it got like a like a six, I think, like a six or a seven, um, as far as rating. Still not a bad game, but I'm actually kind of glad that that game did not get a like a eight or a nine because I would have been if I would have felt forced to have to like play it at some point in the next couple of weeks. And I'm kind of glad because it gives me a chance this <clears throat> summer to really like kind of like go through my backlog of games right now that I have <laughs> built up that I bought that were hella cheap and I've yet to touch them so I'm kind of glad there's mm-hmm. like nothing on the horizon to play from a video game standpoint because I can actually play some stuff that I haven't got a chance to touch yet so well the other games I haven't really got a chance to beat either so I'm pretty pretty excited about it not being nothing going on for a while honestly um alright man so we're gonna get ready to bring this uh bonus episode of Nerd Flow speaking game number eight to a close, uh, please let us know your thoughts on what you want to see for 2019. What things are you predicting for E3? Uh, what games you want to see uh, turned into movies uh, as well? Some things we probably didn't, some games or something that we probably didn't think about uh, that we would like to see as well. So uh, we're going to bring it to a close and we're going to be out of here. Uh, we're going to catch you guys on another regular issue of Nerdflow. We'll see you guys at Coming Palooza this coming Saturday. Uh, keep your eyes peeled on all the social media for Nerdflow to get the latest and greatest from Comic Palooza this weekend. And uh, we out of here. All right, one.